Welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ, where we love to encourage you to build intimacy with Christ. We'll bring you insights and teachings to help you grow in your walk with Jesus, ultimately becoming the strong, godly woman you were created to be. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies who love Christ. This is Ashley Pope Todorova, and I am so excited to have you here joining us for episode 23. Um, As I always say every week, I'm just blown away at what the Lord is doing here. And we're so glad to have you tuning in each week. Listen, before we begin today's show, we are talking about a very special topic. It's near and dear to my heart. We are talking about cultivating godly perseverance. Um, but before we begin, I just want to thank our incredible ministry sponsors, AnyPest. AnyPest has done so much in the life of this ministry. They're absolutely incredible people. Um, and yes, you can go to their website. We would love for you to visit their website. If you are in the Metro Atlanta area, be sure to look up AnyPest. They truly are the best um, family owned and operated since the early 80s. Uh, just really strong believers and and people that have blessed the life of this ministry. So listen, we're stoked about today. We are going to be talking about cultivating godly perseverance. And when I talk about perseverance, it's a, it's a subject that not a lot of ladies like to talk about. We don't like to think about struggle. Um, we don't like to think about going through hard times, but ladies, there's so much good to be found in perseverance. There's so much rich growth and maturity that comes from it. So today we're going to unpack what it means to to persevere in a godly way versus a worldly way. And there's a huge difference here, ladies. There's a really big difference between persevering with Jesus Christ and between persevering on your own strength and on your own fortitude. So before I begin, I love to really take words that are um, seemingly simple and define them because it really gives you a deeper perspective perspective on what it is we're going to talk about. So today, to cultivate means to bestow attention, care, and labor upon, to foster, and to cherish. So to cultivate godly perseverance means to bestow attention, care, and labor upon how we as ladies who love Christ persevere, right? So it's the time and the attention and the detail to foster and to cherish, right? Now, perseverance itself is steadfastness, despite difficulty or delay. Now, I'm going to say that again, because in the life of a believer, we go through many difficulties and we go through many delays and we go through many things that try to get us to take our eyes off of the Lord, right? So perseverance is steadfastness despite difficulty or delay. Now, when you take the two, when you take cultivating, bestowing attention, care and labor and fostering and cherishing upon perseverance, Upon steadfastness, despite difficulty or delay, ladies, you honor Christ so well when you do that. And that is why we're going to be talking about this in today's episode. So I want to, before we begin the show, or before we go deep into the show, I I should say, I want to just highlight some of the differences between godly perseverance and between worldly perseverance perseverance. Godly perseverance means, ladies, that when we face a trial, when we face a struggle, when we face an obstacle, we go to Christ as our source of strength by spending time with him in prayer and devotion, right? That is godly perseverance. It means I have a trial in front of me, but instead of me running and trying to manipulate circumstances, I'm going to go to our heavenly father who knows all, sees all. He is all present. He's all knowing worldly perseverance, on the other hand, says that 
we can push, we can manipulate, and we can coerce our circumstances. You know, I know a lot of people that that uh, seek to persevere in a worldly way. And when you do that, you end up in burnout and exhaustion. Because simply put, you don't have the resources available to you to be able to control every situation that comes into your life. Some of the struggles, ladies, that we go through are so deep rooted. They are so hard. They are issues and struggles and things that are so, so deep in our hearts that there's no way apart from Jesus Christ, we're ever going to be able to persevere on our own strength, right? So godly perseverance, on the other hand, means when struggles come and they're going to come, when trials come and they are going to come, we run to Jesus Christ and we go to him as our source of strength. The next point is to understand that seeking God's will and opinion in a situation is of utmost importance before we ever go to people. Now, don't misunderstand me. Scripture tells us to seek wise, godly counsel. Scripture tells us that. But it does not say seek counsel before you seek Jesus. It doesn't. We are to, as our compass, as our focus, we are to always go to Jesus Christ first. When we hit these trials in our lives, when we hit these bumps and these struggles and these hard times, when we persevere in a worldly way, however, it's running to everybody else first. It's running to all of the self-help books and the motivational books and the this tool and the that tool and the this program and that program. When we know as a lady who loves Christ that we need to be in full surrender running to the feet of Jesus throughout our trials. Because ladies, nothing, I want you to listen closely here, nothing touches our life that is not filtered through the sovereign hand of God. What that means is that every obstacle, however difficult and challenging it may be, and I can speak with conviction here because I've lived through many, many deep trials and deep wounds and deep hurts. It means that we run to Jesus because he is our source of strength. No book, no person, no program. Nothing is ever going to do for us what Jesus Christ is going to do for us. The third thing as we go into today's show that I want you to keep at the forefront of your mind is that seeking wise, godly counsel and making the word our compass of truth is our strength and direction. Seeking wise, godly counsel and making the word our compass of truth is what gives us our strength and our direction. However, the worldly way says, look to every other book, look to every every other system, look to every other person, run to get everybody else's opinion before you go to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords and ask him what it is he is trying to teach you. Because ladies, I sit here today, I am just on the brink of uh, turning 40, which is hard to believe. And I've lived a lot in my 39 years. I've been through a lot of things and it was always the valley moments. It was always the trials. It was always the hurts and the struggles that the Lord used to develop me, to strengthen me, to mature me and to bring out in me what it is he placed in me in the first place. And he'll do that for you. But it takes a diligence, sweet ladies. It takes a diligence to keep your eyes focused on truth. The word is our compass of truth. When the world says, look everywhere else, we know that everything we need, simply put, is in the word of God. It is in the word of God, right? And that's a truth that the world will fight you uh, from uh, 
from knowing and from fully understanding. So I want to read a scripture to you before we go to break soon. And it's Hebrews 10, 36 through 38. And if you are not driving, again, we are on all major podcast platforms. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on ladieswholovechrist.com. We are all over. There are so many avenues to connect with the ministry. Um, But come back and listen if you are driving, because this is a study where you can literally open the word, you can sit down, you can open the word, and you can study and immerse yourself in the scriptures. So Hebrews 10, 36 through 38 says, you need to persevere so that when you've done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and he will not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. Now, I love immersing in the scriptures. And I literally read that and I thought, man, talk about as plain as it can get. He takes no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. Ladies, I always say we are more than effective. Ladies who love Christ. Why? Not because of us, not because of our own strength and fortitude, but because of he who is in us because of the power of the Holy Spirit working in us, right? So he takes no no pleasure in those who shrink back. To persevere, ladies, is to push forward. It literally is to push forward with steadfastness through trials, okay? And the scriptures are very clear about the fact that we will not have a life that is void of trials. Being a Christ follower does not mean having a life of ease and never facing trials. But one thing I can tell you, and I can tell you this based on my own life experience, is that if you allow the Lord to work through those tough places with you, if you push forward in perseverance rooted in the word of God, And with Jesus Christ guiding you, you will be amazed at what he does in and through you. You will be amazed at the maturity and the refining process that happens and the growth and the love and the wisdom and the knowledge and the things that he imparts into you through those struggles. So I want to read a quick side note before we go to break. I love, uh, I have about probably 20 different Bibles, but I love the Jesus Bible. And this is the one I'm reading from today. It says about perseverance. When an object is pushed, there will always be movement of some sort. In a similar way, the Christian life is full of pressures that God allows to happen in order to push his people into deeper dependence on him. One of the reasons that God gave his church, the book of Hebrews, which I love the book of Hebrews, is to encourage his people to endure in the midst of persecution. The Christian life will have moments, perhaps even seasons of opposition. This should not surprise followers of Jesus Christ. Jesus himself even warned his disciples that they would experience hardships. Yet this warning is followed by encouragement. Some people will continue to believe All people will have an opportunity to believe and Jesus will come back to save his people. What a hope we have, right? What an absolute hope we have. This perseverance is meant to deepen our dependence on Jesus Christ, ladies. It is not meant to cause us to turn and run uh, to people or to worldly things. It's not meant to turn us away from Christ, but to turn us to 
the heart of Christ, right? So what are you allowing? I want to, before we go to the break, I want to just pose this question for you to keep in the front of your mind. What are you allowing your struggles and your trials and your obstacles to do in your life? Are you allowing them to draw you deeper into a more intimate relationship with Jesus? Or are you allowing them to push you into that worldly way of doing things? Because ladies, I want to assure you that when we persevere in a God honoring way, he will do something so mighty and so powerful through that. He'll do something in the lives of others. But more importantly, he's going to do something in your life and in your heart through that. There's nothing that you will ever do aside from getting alone with Jesus and allowing him to walk you through those trials and and staying steadfast in the midst of trials. There's nothing that you'll ever do that will get you through those things like Jesus Christ. So we are going to be back after the break to unpack cultivating godly perseverance a little bit more. So happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much to AnyPest, our incredible ministry sponsors, and we will be back after the break. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. We'll be back with more right after this. We're back. This is Ladies Who Love Christ. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to Ladies Who Love Christ. So before the break, we were unpacking Hebrews 10. And today we're talking about cultivating godly perseverance. And what does it mean to cultivate perseverance and uh, a God-honoring way versus a worldly way. So we've really been unpacking that today. And uh, I want to take you, um, before we go deeper into uh, the teaching and the episode today, I want to take you to James 1, uh, verses 2 through 4. And we're going to read that together. It says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And see, ladies, that's what we've been talking about today is that when we go through struggles, when we go through obstacles, when we go through trials, so many times when you're in the midst of it, it's so easy to want to run, to want to just give up, to want to um, just you know, succumb to whatever it is. And I just want to encourage you that the Lord is in the midst of those trials. I look back at my entire life and it was the valley moments. It was the most difficult moments. And I've lived through so many different things. It was the most difficult moments, ladies, that he was there and he was present and he was strengthening me. But that strength, that true dependence on him, that true surrender, that true deep faith in him came from consistent perseverance over a long period of time. And I want to say that again. It came from consistent perseverance, godly perseverance over a long period of time. And I want to encourage you, if you are just jumping in, uh, to go back to wherever you like to listen to your podcast, go back to um, today's episode. This is episode 23. And make sure you listen to the beginning of the show, because we were really um, comparing ways to persevere in a God-honoring way versus a worldly way and the differences. And that sets a very good foundation. So if you are just jumping in in the middle, be sure to go back and listen to that. So I would like to talk a little bit about 
um, some points that we can derive from these scriptures and some things that we can know about perseverance. Ladies, we are going to face trials and obstacles. We are going to. It is not, the word of God tells us that. It's not an option. It's not an if or a maybe. It's a when. The Lord tells us we are going to face obstacles and trials, but these are the very things that do produce perseverance in us, which in turn produces growth and maturity and wisdom, right? All of these rich attributes that as a lady who loves Christ, you need to get through. We are not going to get the strength and gain the strength to get to get through these things on our own. We don't have it in us as a human being to get through some of the deepest wounds that we have gone through, the losses, the grief, maybe the abuses, the hurt, the wounds. We don't have that strength available to us, but by the power of the Holy Spirit working in us, sweet ladies, by Jesus Christ, literally by Jesus Christ alone, you have everything. You have everything you need. It's why with him, with him. You look back at some of the toughest things perhaps you've lived through in your life and you think, how did I ever get through that? It's because you were persevering with Jesus. You were persevering with King of Kings and Lord of Lords in your ring right there with you, fighting those battles right there with you. The second point to notice is that perseverance has a very specific place in the life of a believer. Now, when you talk about perseverance, nobody likes to talk about that because they know to persevere means I'm going through the thick of it. It means I am having to push forward despite obstacles. And a lot of people don't want to think about obstacles, but I want you as a lady who loves Christ to understand how specific a place perseverance plays in the life of a believer. It is absolutely vital. It is perseverance through trials that strengthens our faith. It truly strengthens our faith. It develops our character. It develops our maturity right? When you persevere and you can look back in a God-honoring way and you can say, wow, the Lord brought me through so many things. And here I am. I've come out the other side and he has brought restoration and he has brought healing and he has brought understanding to those places that I could never understand. Sweet ladies, as I was living the first 38 years of my life, right? And the Lord was taking me through different trials and different obstacles and different things. There was so much that I couldn't understand. There was so much pain um, from a little, little, little girl all the way through my formative adult years. I had so many things that I lived through and I could not understand. But the Lord with me, the Lord working me through it, the Lord walking me through it, the Lord guiding me through it. I look back now and I think, my goodness, that perseverance has produced wisdom and love and knowledge and all of the good things. And that's not me. That's not me. That's Jesus Christ. That is our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And as I always tell our ladies in the ministry, he is that good. He is that good. The third thing to understand is that we cannot discount our trials. We don't want to think about trials and grief and pain. We don't, we don't want to think about the things that, that bring our hearts sadness, but we cannot, we cannot discount the trials in our life. It is those trials, ladies, 
It is those places, it is those valley moments that literally deepen our faith and waken us to our absolute dire need for Christ. I'm going to say that again. It is those very things that deepen our faith and waken us to our absolute dire need for Christ. See, apart from him, this is just becoming more and more and more um uh, present in my life, this thought, this this absolute thought of apart from Jesus, I literally cannot do anything. I, I've done things the worldly way. I've tried to coerce and manipulate and push forward on my own fortitude. And do you know what it ends up in? It ends up in wrecked relationships. It ends up in people hurt. It ends up in burnout. It, it ends up in exhaustion. It ends up in imbalanced living. Nothing good comes from trying to do anything on your own. Everything good comes when you know that you have somebody, Jesus Christ, willing to walk it out with you, and he knows what he is going to produce in you through those things. So sweet ladies, I want to encourage you today not to discount your trials. The fourth thing I want you to understand, the fourth and most important thing is that godly perseverance says, of all the tools, resources, everything I need to get through these trials, of everything available, it is Christ and Christ alone, okay? Jesus Christ should be your absolute, complete, and utter focus. Worldly perseverance says, I must be responsible for the outcome. I must push. I must manipulate. I must coerce. But godly perseverance says, of everything available to me, it is Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone that is going to produce the fruit in my life. And that fruit will oftentimes come from persevering and pushing through some of the most difficult times in your life. Ladies, the entire story of the Bible is about a father who made a way where there was no other way, literally no other way through Christ. And it's full of stories of those who had to learn to surrender. Surrender is, is made to be a very bad thing in the world. But when you can truly let go, let go and surrender to a, a, an all-knowing, amazing, sovereign and holy father, what he will do in your life. Perseverance in the Christian walk is less about pushing forward on our own strength and more about learning to let go, to trust in, and to surrender to a perfect and a holy God. It's, it's not about actions and, and, and trying to control things. It's about surrender and being still. And, and that's diametrically opposed to what the world says. You know, just look at what we're going through in 2020. We're not even in July and we've been hit with so many different things. Do you think that the father didn't know these things were going to happen? But I'm certain of this because I've seen him so present throughout my life that he knows what he's doing through each and every circumstance. And he knows what he is bringing out in us. He knows the result that he's going after through these trials, right? These trials are going to bring about good fruit if we allow them to. And if we keep our eyes and our hearts focused on Jesus. In conclusion today, I want you to keep this question at the forefront of your mind for the next few days. I want you to mull it over. I want you to pray about it. I want you to bring this question to Jesus and, and ask yourself, how do I 
How do you, going through what you're going through right now, practically persevere as a lady who loves Christ? The Lord will reveal to you so much. Ladies, I want to just share some some bits of wisdom from my life and, and the very simplistic truth of it. Number one, you seek Jesus daily. You don't make him an option in your life. He's a lifeline. He's not an option. All you have, seek him with all you have. We must prioritize him above all else. Because ladies, he's our only true source of strength. He's our only true source of strength. The second thing is to build intimacy through prayer and communication. Prayer should never be an option in the life of a believer. The next thing is to lay down what we cannot control. So many of our obstacles and trials and and, uh, difficult seasons, we can't control them. We've got to surrender, as I just spoke about, and allow Jesus to do what only he can. And ladies, to wrap it all up, I like to say to wrap it all up with a pretty little bow is to trust him, to fully, wholeheartedly, sold out, unabashedly trust him. As Charles Spurgeon said, God is too good to be unkind. He is too wise to be mistaken. And when we when we cannot trace his hand, we can trust his heart. Ladies, so many times we can't trace his hand, but he is a God who can be trusted. And if you keep your eyes focused on him, if you continue to immerse yourself in the word, if you make Jesus your priority, if you make prayer and communication with him your priority, if you go to him and not the world, you're going to be blown away at what he does in your life. Practically speaking, 2020 um, lingo here, you're going to be blown away at what he does in your life. So that's today's show. We're so happy to have you here. I just want to give another heartfelt thank you to our show sponsors and our ministry sponsors at AnyPest. They've made so much possible in the life of this ministry. Connect with us on YouTube. Look us up at Ladies Who Love Christ. You can message us. We have an entire ministry team all over the U.S. Um, We're spanning 40 countries and counting. The Lord is amazing. Look us up at ladieswholovechrist.com and tune in. Find us on your favorite podcast platform um, and listen to us on Faith Talk each weekend. We love Faith Talk. So thanks for being on the show. And I can't wait to see you ladies next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. For more, go to ladieswholovechrist.com and join us on Facebook, Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries. 